Les's League. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. 3am tomorrow, obviously going to be getting up for the World Cup Grand Final Australia versus Samoa. It's going to be an absolute bloodbath. I reckon it's going to be a really tight game. The forward battle is going to be unreal. It's just going to be an absolute classic of a game, especially the way that Samoa got into this grand final. England were obviously the favourites, and then the Stephen Crichton field goal. It was just a sensational way to win that game. But let's get straight into all of the details for this one. The first one, Samoa, they don't have a hooker going into this one. They don't have a hooker in their squad. Uh, Obviously, Farmanu Brown, he is injured. He will be out of the World Cup now. Based on how the squad is looking at the moment, I would have to assume that we're going to get Chanel Harris-Tavita to fill in in that number nine spot. I don't know if he's played nine before. I think he had when he debuted off the bench in a 14 sort of role and then played a little bit of nine, obviously, when the Warriors hooker came off just at the start of his career and maybe towards the end of this season as well. He was playing a little bit of 14 for the Warriors. I don't think he's played a full 80-minute hooker role before. I think from what the squad is looking like, unless Ken Siu gets in there and plays a bit of nine, which I'm doubtful of because he's a winger, Chanel Harris-Tavita, he is going to have to play the full 80 in the number nine role. I think that is what is going to get the Samoan side, having a 5'8 in the number nine role. He's a super tough defender. I just don't know if he is ready to play a full 80 minutes in the number nine jersey. We'll have to wait and see, though. It is still a very strong side. Obviously, the forward pack. And again, the service set of dummy half. I'm not sure as to whether Chanel Harris-Avita is going to have that beautiful crisp service of a number nine. So it's going to be much harder for the side to get on the front foot in this game, especially when they've got a specialist hooker in Harry Grant coming off the bench for the Australian side. They've got Ben Hunt in there, who's won an Origin Series in the number nine jersey. I think he's won two Origin Series in the number nine jersey now. Uh, So two somewhat specialist hookers in the Australian side versus a very inexperienced hooker uh, in Chanel Harris-DeVito. He's more of a 5'8 or a halfback, not a hooker. As I said, though, the defensive part I'm not really too concerned about because he is a solid defender. Some would say that he's more of a defensive half, Chanel Harris-Tavita, so I'm not too worried about the defensive side. I'm more worried about the attacking side there for Samoa, having Chanel Harris-Tavita in the nine role. The forward pack is solid, though. Junior Paolo, Josh Papali'i, Spencer Lianu. I mean, it is a really solid forward pack. Oregon Kalfusi as well. I think it's a really, really solid forward pack, which is going to help them a lot. But as I said, it's going to be a little bit harder to get them in the front foot with a non-specialist number nine. I wouldn't even go as far as to say Falmanu Brown is a specialist nine. He's also a half, but Falmanu Brown has played more nine than Chanel Harris-Tavita has. So that is going to be a little bit of a concern for them. Both sides, they don't really have the best completion rates. Australia is one for making errors, particularly in the first halves of games. I think it was 14 errors or something in the first half of the last game they played, Uh, but they are a really solid outfit. They are starting to click in some aspects. I think that Harry Grant is used to having Nathan Cleary out on his side now as well as Cameron Munster. 
Uh, it's very individualized. Some plays. Cameron Munster didn't really get as much ball as I would have liked in the last one either. I think Cameron Munster's involvement is going to be massive in this one. He needs to be heavily involved for the whole game if Australia are to win this one. I mean, Samoa's got some really big strike weapons like Joseph Suali'i, like Jerome Luai, Stephen Crichton, Brian Toa. I mean, they have some really massive strike weapons, the Samoan side. So it is going to be a little bit of a battle for the Australian side to defend these guys. But Cameron Munster, he needs to be involved for the whole game to combat that spark with the Australian spark of Harry Grant, Cameron Munster, Nathan Cleary, James Tedesco, even Cameron Murray and Isaiah Yo as well. They've really got a strong side, Australia. I think they really need to be a little bit more disciplined uh, and get that completion rate a lot higher than what it is at the moment if they are to beat Samoa and by a big margin. I am a little more at ease that we're versing Samoa and not England. England have a full-strength side. Uh, George Williams has been sensational. Uh, the other halfback, I forget his name off the top of my head, but he's been great. Uh, Tommy Mackinson, I think that's his name, Tommy Mackinson on the edge there for the English side. He's been fantastic. Victor Radley and Tom Burgess as well in the forwards. They've been great for the England side. I'm much more at ease that we're not versing England, particularly because I think England have one of the better completion rates in this competition, in this World Cup at the moment. So as I said, a lot more at ease that we're versing Samoa. What makes Samoa dangerous as well is they've got all these Penrith combinations. I mean, uh, Jerome Luai linking up with Brian Toto and Stephen Crichton. And then I also have Talon May on the other edge as well that Jerome Luai and Anthony Milford now can link up with. And then you've got Joseph Suali'i, who is just absolutely tearing it up each week uh, in that fullback jersey, which is a little bit concerning for the Roosters, a little bit concerning because he looks so good at fullback that it's just impossible not to put him there. You've got James Tedesco, who you have to put at fullback for the Sydney Roosters. And I think Suali'i will definitely be playing either in the centers or on the wing for the Roosters. So look, a lot of questions. A lot of questions. And Suali'i, he could look elsewhere at another club to play fullback because he is just so good there. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about this World Cup game, Samoa and Australia. And it is going to be absolutely insane. The amount of talent that is going to be in this game is superb. The forward battle. Let's talk about the forward battle because that is going to be unreal as well. Uh, Junior Paolo, Josh Papali'i versus Patrick Carrigan and Tino Fasulamalaoui. I believe, based off the squad, that's going to be the front row pairings for each side. I think it's also going to be beneficial having two ball-playing forwards in Isaiah Yo uh, and Patrick Carrigan in the middle. And Patrick Carrigan to start the game off as that leader in the middle. We've seen what he's done for the Brisbane Broncos. We've seen what he's done uh, in the Queensland Maroons side. He is an absolute leader in the forward pack at such a young age. Tino Fasolamalaoui as well, the captain of the Gold Coast Titans. You've got those leaders to start the game. You bring on the mongrels later. I think that's the way to go. Uh, for Australia, you bring on guys like Liam Martin who just absolutely tear up, especially in defense. Another concern for Australia, I would say, would be Nathan Cleary getting his kicking game right, getting his play right, because obviously he's only had a few games in that halfback jersey. He's not used to the combinations. He's not used to the pressure of playing in that Australian number seven jersey. He's still getting used to all that. So I think that he needs all of the players around him, all of the stars around him in James Tedesco, Cameron Munster, Harry Grant, etc., etc., 
all to play well for him so he can have an absolute blinder of a game. I can definitely see a Nathan Cleary blinder, and I would love, love to see it. I would love to see Nathan Cleary just absolutely dominate and show us why he is the best player in the competition, maybe even in the world at the moment. So look, for me... Looking at both sides, looking at both squads, as I said before, right at the start, Chanel Laris Tevita playing at hooker. I think that's what's going to get them. The service at a dummy half is going to be a little bit different. I think they would have played with each other for a while, trained with each other for a while, so it won't affect them too much, especially in defense. Hey, he's solid in defense, but I just think that's where Australia have the edge, the service and the experience in the dummy half role. That's where I think Australia really do have that edge. And just the way Australia are playing at the moment as well, even when they're making as many errors as they're making, they can put up big score lines. They can also grind through tough games. Australia, the way they play, are the X factor that they possess. Even Joshua Carr on the wing as well. Prolific try scorer in this World Cup at the moment. They've also got Jack White and Latrell Mitchell. I mean, it is an absolutely star-studded lineup for Australia. I think they do win this one. I wouldn't say by a big score line. I I think it's going to be really tough. I could see it maybe even being won by a field goal or a last-minute try. So let's see how this one goes. I've got Australia. I think, as I said, the X factor is going to be too much for the Samoan side. So I'm taking Australia. I'm taking Australia 1-12 in this one. Anytime try scorers, I'm going to go for Australia Tedesco, and I'm going to take Latrell Mitchell. And then for Samoa, I'm going to go for Jerome Luai in the sixth jersey and Stephen Crichton to score maybe even the winning try for Samoa if they do get up. But as I said, I think Australia will win this one and they will win it at least 1-12. to It could go over that, but I think that Australia, they do win this game due to X Factor. One.